Liran Hirschkorn here, your host of the e-commerce mindset podcast. And in this episode, um, I talked to Kate Anderson. She's the director of marketing at Alibaba.com B2B North America. And we talk about the opportunity to sell your products B2B on the Alibaba platform. It's a particularly good opportunity if you have uh, products that are made in the US. Uh, So if you're in the health supplement space, if you're in beauty, if you're in uh, food space, there's a great opportunity to sell your products wholesale via the Alibaba platform. And that's the topic of discussion uh, for the show. And, um, you know, it sounds a little bit, it's going to sound a little bit like a commercial uh, for Alibaba. uh, And it's obviously it's not a paid commercial. And I get pitched for to have guests on um, every single week that uh, really just want to kind of pitch stuff. But um, I, I brought Alibaba on this episode because I do think that um, this is a good good opportunity if you have products that especially are made in the US to sell through this platform. And it's another channel where you don't have to rely on Amazon for, you know, the majority of your uh, of your sales or can rely less on Amazon for the for uh, for your sales. So um, this will sound a little bit like a commercial, but I wanted to bring awareness to this uh, opportunity. So enjoy the uh, episode right after this episode. I'm going to record another episode with some updates related to some things happening on Amazon. So that'll be um, sort of more content related to um, Amazon. As always, the podcast is sponsored by incrementumdigital.com. Um, I actually just put out a Facebook post today um, talking about the rising cost of CPC. I'm going to talk about that on my next uh, episode. Um, and it's data that we've aggregated from uh, all our clients basically um, at Incrementum Digital, where we help you grow your brand on Amazon. Uh, The podcast is also sponsored by the opportunity to get growth capital for your uh, business. If you're looking for growth capital, um, I've helped uh, many, many sellers over the last uh, almost year now get growth capital for their uh, business and very quickly and at very good rates um, and good terms. Uh, It's an innovative company that is kind of disrupting the space. If you're looking for growth capital, um, you can send me an email. My email is in the show notes. And lastly, there's a lot of activity in the uh, acquisition space. In fact, Perch announced today that they just raised $775 million. So a lot of things going on there. If you're looking to exit your business, um, you can reach out to me as well. And I can help give you some guidance on who may be the best kind of targets specifically in your situation. Enjoy the podcast episode with Kate Anderson. Okay, so we have today uh, on the show with us uh, Kate Anderson. Kate is Director of Marketing at Alibaba.com B2B North America. Uh, Kate, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Great. Um, So um, it's, uh, you know, interesting in terms of um, what you are are focused on. Um, I, I think most people listening here have used the Alibaba platform to source products from, from overseas. But um, in terms of what you do, you kind of, you're, you're dealing in, in an area where, where, you know, the people listening here actually can sell their products on Alibaba. That's correct. Um, So I can talk a little bit about the evolution of the platform. Yep. Um, So Alibaba.com was founded over 20 years ago. Uh, And it was actually the first business that Jack Ma uh, founded. Uh, And its goal has always been supporting small businesses. 
Um, and our mission and our commitment from day one has been to help small businesses unlock uh, new growth opportunities uh, and stay competitive in the digital age. Uh, in particular, um, Alibaba.com is a B2B marketplace uh, and the B2B e-commerce opportunity, uh, according to the world, um, world trade statistics is $23.9 trillion. Uh, so it's a, it's a very big market uh, and it is actually six times larger uh, than the B2C opportunity. For the first 18 years, uh, Alibaba.com really functioned as a listing platform, think Yellow Pages. Uh, it became the place where buyers and sellers could meet online uh, and in general, it was really U.S. small businesses uh, looking for suppliers and manufacturers in Asia. Um, since 2017, um, we've transformed uh, that earlier model um, to make the platform an end-to-end e-commerce trading platform designed specifically uh, for B2B. And part of that has been diversifying the supply uh, so having suppliers outside of the traditional um, Asian markets. Uh, and in 2019, so about two years ago, uh, we opened up the marketplace to US sellers. Um, and just this last quarter, um, our business unit, uh, Alibaba.com, the original 20 plus year old business unit, uh, became one of the fastest growing business units within the larger Alibaba, Alibaba group. Um, and is so, that the and is that the specifically the like B two B North America? I uh, can go into more specifics, but it's mm -hmm. the overall B two B Alibaba dot com mm -hmm. within the Alibaba Group ecosystem uh, yeah. is now one of the fastest growing uh, business units, uh, which is exciting because it's the one that's been around the, the longest. So uh, mm -hmm. shows that the strength. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, so the, the, the opportunity is for, you know, mo again, most, most of the, the, the people listening here are, are doing B2C sales on, mm -hmm. on Amazon, Walmart, their own, their own website. Um, but there's actually an opportunity that um, maybe most don't know about to go. You can actually list your products on, uh, on Alibaba and sell to other, uh, other people globally. Um, so, how does that make sense, right? Like, why would, you know, somebody who's maybe sourcing a product on Alibaba, uh, maybe they're sourcing in the US, we like, kind of talk about a couple different scenarios, but sourcing a product in, let's say, from, from China or Asia, how would it make or why would it make sense for them to list it, let's say, back as a B2B opportunity on, on Alibaba? So we're a B2B marketplace, so we have built in um, traffic. Um, so we have one third of our buyers are uh, US based, 70% uh, are from the rest of the world. Um, so since sellers have US sellers have been listed on the platform, they've been seeing um, a lot of success, more and more transactions involving US businesses um, are happening on Alibaba.com. Mm -hmm. um, they were up over this past year, uh, more than 150 percent uh, the act and the number of active buyers from the US was up 98 percent so the opportunity is both domestic and global uh, and sellers who list on the platform um, can 
you know, the barriers to entry for some of these markets is is lowered by by listing on the platform. So yeah, and and so from the perspective of let's say I'm a maybe I have a business in the U.S. or I have a small store or um, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm I don't know maybe I'm I'm hosting a wedding and I need to source a hundred of something or whatever right or or I'm some kind of business in the U.S. doing a festival and I need I don't, maybe I don't need I'm looking to source something. There's maybe the benefit of one finding somebody in the U.S. who has the product that will get it to me faster, right? Than than creating it overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe like, would you say trust is also a factor? Like U.S. company wants to buy from U.S. company, um, you know, as as a factor of why 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 there is also an added opportunity. Yes, I think um, there's a couple of factors in play. I think um, over the past, you know, year, year and a half with the global pandemic and the disruptions in supply chain um, that resulted, um, mm-hmm. kind of having um, different, Inventory. you know, different suppliers out there to to shore up your supply chain and having more options has really contributed um, to the growth. Um, I think. We see we see particular categories um, mm-hmm. that there is uh, increased demand from U.S.-based sellers. Uh, so, for example, some of the most sought categories from U.S.-based sellers over the past year have been um, consumer electronics, vehicles and accessories, food and beverage, uh, health and medical, uh, and sports and entertainment. So, those are those particular categories that we've seen. Um, more demand for those categories for us based sellers yeah and and so the disruption in supply chain and the longer lead times and getting things made overseas versus buying buying stock from somebody that that has it i mean is the expectation of somebody let's say um in the u.s uh, buying from a u.s um supplier i mean is the expectation that it's like immediately sort of available to ship or or are some of these orders come with with sort of like a a lead time that the US seller has an opportunity to like you know go and like produce the product or um what what does it typically look like from a expectation of the buyer so i think it it really varies from supplier to supplier um, but I think what, you know, due to the pandemic, you know, it's, a, it's B2B, it's, it's a little more uh, traditional, less digital mm-hmm. in the past. So mm-hmm. um, you would go to a trade show um, to meet a new supplier or get new sales leads. Uh, that wasn't available uh, to, to businesses over the past year, year and a half. Um, so kind of being able to, you know, we're like a global trade show open 24 seven. So being Mm -hmm. able to find supply, narrow down by what country you want that supply from being able to message multiple suppliers at one time. um, I really think um, having the US suppliers on the platform to be part of those conversations um, has really been beneficial for some of these, uh, these businesses, these US based businesses. Got it. And and then, you know, you, you mentioned like there's and, and then obviously there's also demand for U.S. sellers being able to sell 
globally, mm-hmm. um, globally through this. So um, I'm sure also made in the U.S. type products for like, you know, food, food, beverage, supplements, right? Like um, mm-hmm. health, beauty, um, sort of like products that are more traditionally maybe like manufactured, you can say in the U.S., um, are also would also be in demand and would be an advantage for um, or beneficial for a seller to go and list on the platform. Exactly. So what, I mean, what have you seen in terms of like, you know, some sample sizes of like, what, what are the sales opportunities? You know, if I'm a, if I'm a, you know, if I'm a, you know, uh, a food product and I, I do, I don't know, a few million dollars in sales, right now b2c like what kind of you know i guess what is the expectation of how much potential there is in terms of my sales by going to list so we have um 26 million active buyers on the platform um so the opportunity is quite vast i think um in particular like brands that are mostly used to selling B2C, uh, there's some things that that need to be thought about a little bit differently on a B2B uh, platform. So when people hear, I think traditionally when people hear e-commerce, they think of gadgets, groceries, other goods that you get through through B2C platforms. Um, But business to business, we're talking about bulk ordering from one business to another. Um, you know, which involves shipping containers and pallets rather than parcels and, and right. envelopes. So the, the opportunity is vast. Um, unlike um, B2C platforms, our, you know, our customers trade in bulk. So the average order size uh, is around $2,000. Um, mm-hmm. That's just to, to give you sort of a um, framework to how to think about it. So um, instead of selling one thing for $10, we're talking right. about orders in bulk around $2,000. And, and is it, so is it pretty, I mean, common to have, you know, a, like MOQs um, similar mm-hmm. to, you know, again, I, I'm historically used to, or, you know, using Alibaba to, you know, order, order products. And yet these suppliers would have like a 500 unit or a thousand mm-hmm. unit MOQ and kind of depending on the price of the product. So the kind of the, the same in mean, 2000, to me, 2000, like, uh, I guess it, yeah, it's a lot bigger, but I, it, it's less than what I would historically have an MOQ of like buying from, you know, China and Alibaba, right? My, I might have to spend 5,000 or 10,000. Um, is it a little bit, you know, sort of dealing in from one, you know, in, in, in between like same country, just like lower as far as like how sellers typically set their requirements in, in this sort of platform? Yeah, obviously, like MOQs is part of the, um, you know, part of the B2B formula. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's really getting on the platform, getting a feel for what kind of inquiries you're you're going to get um, and sort of setting out what makes sense for your business based on um, how many products you have, how you're pricing them, what kind of margins you're after um, and what kind of like ROI you're after from being listed on the platform what and what do you see as some of the differences between let's say a you know retail sort of margin versus like you know uh b2b margin it, it, i mean does it does it vastly differ or is there like a good sort of formula like you know if i'm if i'm making a 50 percent margin in retail i want an x margin in b2b 
I don't have the specifics. Again, it's it's up to the supplier and the the mix that they want to put out there and what what kind of ROI they're after from from being listed on the platform. Um, we don't um, have a, a, a no transaction fees, mm -hmm. um, so that sort of um, makes uh, makes it a little easier to um, transact right. on the platform and, and figure out how that works. Got it. So yes, yeah, so unlike unlike selling through like you know Amazon uh walmart or you know marketplaces where there's sort of you know referral commissions etc there isn't um, so how does it work in terms of you know what does what does somebody need to have in order to kind of set this up like and what are you know uh like what's the process for a um a brand to to, to get set up and um list list on the platform um so we have, it's a, a membership fee. You list on the platform. We have onboarding team that helps you list your products, get set up, set up your storefront. Um, so it, it's, it's pretty turnkey. Um, and, um, you know, we have communication tools built into the platform uh, that make it easier to sort of interact with um, your buyers um, and, you know, it's it's pretty frictionless to get set up and and is there is there a similar system to let's say like trade assurance where there's like a almost like escrow kind of mm -hmm. protection for um for for the buyers yeah so we do have a product called trade assurance mm -hmm. um that um is protection for both the buyer and the seller um, where, where it's held in escrow. Um, and we have that when we introduced um, US sellers to the platform in 2019, that exists um, for US to US transactions. Got it. Um, great. So um, I know you mentioned to me, um, you know, sort of like some, some, I guess, case studies, but you know, some um, sellers that are both sort of buyers on the platform, mm -hmm. as well as as well as like sellers and some of the success that they've had by by being on there right so um a lot of our sellers um and probably similar to your audience were introduced mm -hmm. uh, and know the platform as a way to source um mm -hmm. so we have buyers that have also become sellers on the platform um so we have a seller named uh, kadeem O. he's the founder of mama o's premium kimchi uh, and he sourced uh, sustainable packaging um, on Alibaba.com for his for his kimchi, um, and he, you know he saved upwards of tens of thousands of dollars with this new packaging. Uh, and then he sells that final product in bulk on the platform, uh, and and he's been successful successfully getting inquiries from all over the world uh, and, and selling on the platform. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, awesome. Um... So um, what, you know, I, I, I guess what, what else do you think sellers kind of need to know or like what are some of the steps in terms of like getting started and, you know, trying it like are, are the setup costs, um, you know, uh, are the setup costs set up to where really somebody can kind of give it a shot to see if it's worthwhile um, for them to test out this additional channel? So as I mentioned, it's a it's a membership fee to mm -hmm. to join the platform. Uh, we don't charge a uh, take rate. Um, yes. So, you know, it, it 
minimum a year commitment uh, to try it out. Um, mm-hmm. Similar, it's like a subscription model. Yeah. Um, we have a US-based team uh, that can help sort of walk through what the setup is like, what the benefits are, sort of um, what they'll be able to do on the platform. Um, so it's very accessible um, for, for you, US sellers to, to try it out. And, and with that membership, um, do, do basically also you can kind of list your sort of catalog of products, mm-hmm. uh, again, similar to what I would say is, um, for me, knowing the sourcing side where you can, you know, click on a, click mm-hmm. on a, on a company and you can kind of see their entire catalog and yeah. then there's chat and you can communicate and, um, and, and generally is it similar where you're kind of listing your, you know, you have a listing and you're, you're already listing like some pricing info, some MOQ information, mm-hmm. um, already, already. Correct. And, and so for, and, and so, go ahead. And there are marketing tools available, mm-hmm. um, on the platform, like keyword advertising. So you can, mm-hmm. um, incrementally, um, pay to have more, um, exposure on the platform. Got it. So you can, you can target, um, you can target mm-hmm. keywords related to your, the product that you're selling and show, show up like, um, I guess better in the, in the results. So is there is like a organic ranking, um, as well, right? Like as people search within the platform, are there any tips for, for sellers on how they can get more visibility, let's say within how, you know, Alibaba might be ranking, um, is it based on transactions or like, you know, is some specific things they should have in place to get more visibility? Well, I'm not, I'm not a product expert and I can't yeah. just like, don't know too much about the algorithm, but there's some fundamentals um, mm-hmm. that we, t- we tell sellers. So um, definitely um, responding to inquiries it is important. Um, it is, um, it's not just list and, you know, check in every couple of weeks to see who's mm-hmm. sent you messages. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely responding quickly um, to buyers is definitely um, something that is going to be very beneficial for the folks that list on our on, on the platform. Um, definitely, uh, we find that folks that have um, more products um, mm-hmm. tend to do better. I think that that's pretty typical. Um, but those are just some like, you know, rule of thumbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as I mentioned, there is the additional um, keyword advertising that's available mm-hmm. to get more visibility. Um, but we do have a, a customer uh, account management team, customer success team that um, is standing by to help people be more successful. Um, and we have um, tons of resources available to our sellers, uh, newsletters, webinars, uh, hands-on training, that sort of thing. Great. Excellent. And I mean, would you say also just, um, I mean, is, is customization of a product necessarily important? Um, Cause again, as, as I think about, um, you know, those that are not necessarily the direct manufacturer, but they're sourcing something either in the U S or, uh, or overseas and want to want to list it on the platform, but they're, again, they're not necessarily the direct like factory, um, do you, do you see generally mostly as kind of like sort of off the shelf buying what's already what's already created versus like customizing uh, you know something that a buyer might be asking for? I think it's really I mean that's about 
the flexibility of the platform and sort of the ability to to do make do business anywhere more e easily. Mm -hmm. um, because whether you're looking for something off the shelf that you want um, right away, ready to ship, uh, whether you're looking to customize something, highly customized, or you're looking to create a brand new product, the platform is gonna provide the supplier um, that can do that for you with 190,000 suppliers around the world. Right. Um, there's lots of options. Um, yeah. So we have our, our US-based sellers, you know, they sell things um, that are finished goods, um, but we have, we have um, US sellers that do customize as well. Excellent. And um, I mean, the, I, I think the opportunity is amazing because, you know, it's great when you have a customer, you know, I think the, the dream of all sort of, um, you know, sales in general and e-commerce sales is that repeat purchase, right? Mm -hmm. When you have a, you know, the cost of acquiring a customer and, uh, you know, on the consumer side, you know, it's like if somebody comes back to you to buy again, right, it's a sign. Obviously, you're doing something, something right and you have a, mm -hmm. uh, a good catalog and like you want to, you know, it's hard to acquire a customer. So that those repeat sales are really important. And, you know, I think on the B2B side, right, there's that uh, much greater opportunity for that repeat sales, right? So if, mm -hmm. if, if you if you do right by the customer and you have a great product, um, you really have an opportunity to use this platform to, to develop like relationship of sales that could just be ongoing for your for your business. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I think that's, um, that's a, that's a great opportunity. So, um, what is the best way, I mean, where do sellers, is it just going to Alibaba.com or like, what are the best ways for sellers to like learn more, um, about, about, um, joining the platform, finding out about membership fees, um, and getting, getting set up. So I don't recommend going to Alibaba.com homepage. Okay. That's really for, for sourcing and yep. you know, product browsing. So there's a couple resources out there for um, U.S. sellers. Um, so there's seller.alibaba.com. Um, that is um, sort of our destination for uh, global sellers. Um, and you can get more information there. There's lots of... Um, case studies, the pricing and membership is all listed there. You can get in touch with someone. Uh, we also have alibaba.com slash buildup, um, which is um, a great place to get more information about selling, but it's really a um, treasure trove of resources around B2B global trade for small businesses. Um, so it's a good destination um, if you are both on the sourcing and interested in the selling side. Okay, excellent. Um, and are there any like social channels also specifically to follow? Um, I know Alibaba also puts out um, puts out content on, on YouTube and other other places across the web um, around this. Yes, we have our Twitter handle is um, at Alibaba B two B. Great. Um, and our Facebook um, Alibaba dot com. Uh, we have a Facebook page, and we're on LinkedIn as well. Um, and again, the, the focus of those channels is really about um, helping US SMBs access global mm -hmm. trade, both from a sourcing and a selling perspective. Got it. And so people would be searching for Alibaba B2B? Yes. Got it. Great. Um, okay, excellent. Um, so yeah, I would encourage, um, would encourage checking out the seller.alibaba.com and 
uh, alibaba.com slash build up. If you, uh, if you want to learn more, I'll include those in the show notes um, here as well. Um, so uh, thank you so much for coming on. I think a lot of, um, you know, a lot of sellers or, you know, people listening to, to this are probably not aware of this, of this opportunity. So um, I think it's a great way to, you know, access another, another sales channel, um, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, especially for, those that are listening here that really rely on, you know, like one marketplace to, yes. you know, for example, Amazon, right, to um, generate, uh, you know, 90 to 100% of, of their of their sales, having another, uh, another platform where you can get, you know, bulk sales, I think is, uh, I think is excellent. So um, thank you so much for for coming on, um, you know, and sharing this. Thank you for having me. Hey. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you are not in the e-commerce mindset group, there's a link in the notes, uh, in the, in the show notes here, to uh, join the group. And would love your review on iTunes if you are enjoying the podcast. I'll see you on the next episode of the e-commerce mindset podcast. <laughs>